Welcome back, everybody, to the Grace Project Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, with my wonderful host, Tyler. Yes. I, I said ho ho wa <laughs> I don't even think that's a host. No, no, but, you know, I, I got what you Right. Maybe that's, what like, what heavenly hosts actually mm. were supposed to be said. Like, that's when they thought. said heavenly hosts in the Christmas. Yeah. Like, because you look like you're dressed for Christmas right uh, now, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm channeling my inner Brie. Right. But, yeah. Which is so funny because it's like 80 <laughs> degrees right now. We uh, we had like two days of like 30 degree weather yeah. and now it's and like now we're back 85 summer. outside. It's the Carolinas, you know? I don't know, bro. My Midwest closet ain't mm. built for that, man. No. It's not built for that. I, I personally enjoy the fall season, you know, a uh, cooler season. So like right. spring and fall are like my favorite. And right. just when I thought I can put away the short sleeves and the shorts. No. 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 It was, it was transient. It was... Just short. Right. Yeah. And look at that. We've covered three topics mm. already in the first, not even two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Greetings, heavenly host, and yes. why Carolina weather sucks. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I'm your host, Cam Engler, joined by my lovely to- host. I've about butchered it again, dude. Have you? Can y'all tell that we're podcast beginners? You're, listen, we're, we're getting... We're getting with my yeah we got me stumbling we're, we're gonna get through it we're <laughs> with getting my there. lovely co-host tyler, tyler navar yes what's going on people all righty Let, let's just doing? dive straight in, yeah. in into it bro the grace project <laughs> exists uh to break through the surface of religion to reveal a real relationship centered around jesus yeah. it exists to strengthen one identity as a project of grace and ignite a vulnerable passionate authentic pursuit after christ and his kingdom for his glory alone mm-hmm. hallelujah amen. Amen. Amen, amen baby let's go if y'all enjoyed this podcast and want to show us some love make sure Um, that you rate and review wherever you're listening. This helps what God is doing here on the podcast reach those who need it most. Uh, Make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And check us out on Instagram at graceproject underscore podcast for more news, updates, and content. If you want to support the Grace Project podcast in the form of giving, you can make a donation at the link in the description and our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, all proceeds go right back into sustaining the podcast and helping it reach whoever God wants it to. Amen. And yes. now a word from our sponsor, Crappy Carolina Weather. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and again, if y'all want to sponsor us, um, you know, I, I know, know we didn't talk about this before, yeah. but I think anyone who sponsors us, we should shout them out. We should. And we have one. We well, we did last episode. That is true. We did with with Bella, and yes. if y'all listened to that, the uh, episode two, mm-hmm. "What if the Blood of Jesus Wasn't Enough?" The importance of the church, yeah. which was an awesome episode. It was. We had such it was. A, it was amazing. It was such an amazing time yeah. recording that. We had a sponsor. Her name was Bella. She's mm-hmm. one of our close friends. We love her um, and appreciate her. Love her so much, yeah. and we're going to keep shouting her out until we get other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. it's only fair. All right, yeah. I think I think it's yeah. only fair. She, she she was the first, and it says that the first will be last. last oh, so never mind. The last I, will be first. But is she last though? But if she's first, then now she's last. I mean, listen, she she set the tone. I don't know, bro. There's work to be done. I, don't, I, don't, I think that scripture was was out of context. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time tonight, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, we are super excited for today's yeah. episode. Um, today's episode is titled Justification, Sanctification. And glorification. Yes. And we put some dots by that because so often we don't talk about the act of glorification in yeah. the realm of justification and sanctification. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are really big words commonly used within the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we want to shed light on them. We want to root them in Scripture. We want to give y'all, um, you know, precise definitions of what these are. So then, when you hear a pastor talk about it, a theologian talk about it, if you yourself want to talk about it, yeah. um, you guys can know what those means and where you can find them in Scripture. Yeah. We're also going to tackle some questions that keep us from fully understanding or fully embracing these three concepts. Yeah. Um, you know, some things I know have weighed me down for a while. Some mm-hmm. things have weighed you down for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. We call them the butts. The butts. The yes the yes. big butts mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting Pause. to see because I know whoever is watching I'm pointing at the camera right now for y'all mm. though who can't see this um, some of y'all got dirt, dirt dirty minds really dirty minds get your mind out the gutter get it out it's spelled B-U-T that's not where we're landing lowercase s exactly yes the butts the butts that keep us from understanding justification sanctification and glorification we also want to provide some practical application for these different terms and how we can use them in our daily walk with Jesus not in the religious context but in the faithful relationship context so let's let's dive right in with a verse that one roots all three of these, yeah. which I think is awesome. So often when you have, you know, big Christian, you, you can call, call them dogmatic mm-hmm. or doctrinal, yeah. you know, concepts, yeah. um, you don't often find all three rooted specifically in scripture. It's and true. we found it. We it's found true. it, y'all. Yes. Took some digging, but we got there. We found it. It yeah. is Romans um, 8.30. Tyler, can you read that for us? For sure. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Amen. Amen. And I know it Amen. says predestined in there. Yeah. Um, it also references itself as called. Yeah. Um, but if you look through several different tra- translations, that term is often translated differently from justified and glorified. Yeah. Um, all around still this idea of being you know, just justified and sanctified in Christ, that we are fully called to, to, to be those. And we're going to dive into those more in yeah. this episode. So first up, justification. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, my sir. goodness. This one is probably, we have the most to talk about this oh, one and the goodness. biggest soapbox between the yeah. two of us yeah. on this one. <laughs> so let, let's start off with just a straight up def, definition of yeah. it um tyler could you you so eloquently came up with these yes, definitions I at did. least for a couple yeah. of these mm-hmm. pulled from scripture Amen. from your wonderful bishop mind um <laughs> could, could you go ahead and just give us that first definition yes. for justification so justification means to be set right or declared righteous in the sight of god it is also the acquittal of all charges or sin and the provision of right status before god Oh my goodness, bunch of big words that yeah. no one understands, but it's okay. We're going yeah. to break it down we for are. y'all. Yes. So justification in total, mm-hmm. and what we said from the you know the start of this podcast yeah. with we are saved by grace through faith. through faith. That is justification in a nutshell. Yes. Um, you know, it, it is Christ coming. It is you know us first being apart from from God yeah. you know through what happened at at the garden yeah um, and we break that so much more in our first episode so if you're jumping around go and check out yeah. episode one yeah. um, our mission what is a grace project Amen. Um, again it's love recording there. that yeah. one too but with that you know we were separated in the garden and then the rest of the Bible is Jesus actively you know running after us yeah. cultivating this big our, our overly articulate plan yeah. 
and I say overly articulate in like the best, most grand, yeah. wondrous way possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but this marvelous plan that ended with Jesus crucifying himself on the cross or, yeah. or being cru- crucified, for yeah. lack of better words, mm-hmm. um, and then raising again three days later from the grave. Um, and that allowed him to take on all of our sins to descend into hell and then to come back saying, hey, I hold the the keys. To you, death, like, to life, to right? the... To the, to the uh, Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're good, bro. <laughs> he holds the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Yes. Yeah. So now we don't have to enter through the, the those gates, but they locked him up tight and he's like, Hey, if you follow me, if you believe in me, if you present if you take up this this gift yeah. that I have freely given to to you Amen. and come and be a follower, you know, come come back um and be my my child uh, yeah. again. That reunion nighting of of father and son that we see mm-hmm. um yeah that yeah in a whole nutshell is justification it jesus is. you know charged into the courtroom where god was going to to judge for the sins that we actively committed mm-hmm. and he says your honor i will take the the entire blame let them walk yeah. free if they choose to you know the the old testament on that point um the book of isaiah isaiah 53 is what's labeled as the um the suffering servant mm. um, passage of scripture. And in that scripture, in that passage, it, it talks about that it, it pleased the father to crush the son. Ooh. That because of our sin, mm-hmm. because God is holy and righteous and just, and although he is loving and merciful and forbearing and all of these beautiful things, one attribute doesn't override the other. Ooh. So because he is holy and because he is loving, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that he gets to excuse our sin right. because it, sin has he, to be dealt with. No, he, and we, he can't. It's, exactly. It's, it's just wrong. Exactly. Just wrong. Exactly. So in, in Jesus, what happened on the cross, the way, the reason why he suffered the way that he did, the reason mm-hmm. why he suffered such an excruciating death um, and even the beatings and the flogging prior to his actual crucifixion was the moment of him taking on our sin. Mm-hmm. And because of our sin, because me and you are transgressors of God, you know, we are the ones that nailed Jesus to the cross. And mm-hmm. because God is this divine, holy being, my sin, my my transgression to him mm-hmm. is like a drop in the cup of wrath yeah so on the cross this cup of wrath because of humanity's sin mm-hmm. is poured out on jesus who was innocent mm-hmm. and fully pleasing mm-hmm. fully pleasing the wrath of god you know he never sinned he lived a, a perfect life fulfilling the law mm-hmm. where we break it and all of these things so yeah, yeah it's it's him he, and then he rose and he says that when right. he rises, hallelujah, come on. You know, when he's lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say, when I rise, you can keep looking within right. for the answer. No, nope. no. It's all in him. It's all in him. It's all on him. With him, with God, all things are possible. Apart from him, we can do nothing. Nothing. Nope. Amen. That's amazing, bro. And thank you for painting that picture for sure. so beautifully. And that actually launches us perfectly into yes. these verses um, in Romans 3, uh, 20 through 26 in the NLT. I'm going to go ahead and read that. Yes, sir. Um, starting in verse 20. For no one can ever be made right with God by mm-hmm. doing what the law commands. Mm-hmm. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Yeah. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. 
as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. And we're going to dive into what that law is um, actually in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. We're going to dive it's into it. be a good one. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we're super excited about yes, that sir. one. That, we're we're, we're going <laughs> to shake things up with that yeah, episode. Yeah, we are. Oh, my we goodness. That's going to be a good one, guys. Yeah. So let's jump back into verse 22. Yeah. Uh, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. Mm. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, it's so crazy how in each episode we always come back to his grace. It's like we're the grace project or something. You know, mm, that's a thought. That's just a thought. That's a thought. Interesting. <laughs> something to ponder. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I completely lost my place. Where was I at? Uh, you First, finished 22. Yes. Yes. All sin falls short of God's glorious standard. Verse 24. Yet God, in, in his grace, freely, freely makes us right in his mm-hmm. sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in past times. Mm. For he was looking ahead and, and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness for he himself is fair and just and he makes sinners right in his sights when they believe in Jesus. Amen. And that all is just another way to paint what you already painted for us. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love in like that very last verse in 26 when it says God did not, uh, God did this to demonstrate his righteousness yeah. for he himself is just and fair mm. and makes sinners right in his sights when they believe in Jesus. But in, Three verses before that, yeah. actually no, two verses, it says, yet God in his grace makes us free in his sight. So we see that we're made free in his sight by grace and righteousness. Yeah. And I think only the, the big God, mm-hmm. like how, like God is so big. He yeah. is beyond anything that we could ask or imagine. He's outside of space and time. He's bigger than yeah. all of that. That only in that he can hold both righteousness, what is right and what is true, Mm -hmm. and then grace, what is love. And so often, even in our world today, we ourselves as as human beings, as sinful human beings, cannot comprehend nor hold both in the same hand. We can't. It's either fully in truth or fully in love. Yeah. And oftentimes the truth hurts far more than love ever, ever will. Yeah. That's true. And we fully lean into that. And yet here it's God loves us in the truth, Mm -hmm. in the righteousness, in the very thing that is actually separating us because we lack that. Yeah. And in love and in grace, in understanding, in, hey, you screwed up, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to hold my hand out for you to grab. Come on. And it's just. You know, so this morning, reading the book of Romans Mm -hmm. and. I don't remember exactly where, because I read a few chapters this morning. I mean, it's 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 gospel num- number five, <laughs> yeah, so like, it might be it, good. Exactly. But um, the Apostle Paul, mm-hmm. who was the author of that book, um, writing to Christians, just for context, um, the church in Rome, and he talks about justification and how um, one particular scripture, and we'll look it up afterwards, mm-hmm. um, that God did what we could not do for our weakness in the flesh Mm -hmm. or for the weakness in the flesh God did by sending his son Mm -hmm. to be that propitiation, that Mm -hmm. appeasement of his wrath. So because Jesus took on all the crap 
that we have right. as people, mm-hmm. our sin, our transgressions, yeah. all of those things. He took it on as an innocent person. Um, and we get his righteousness mm-hmm. because of his, um, his resurrection. So it's this double, um, double imputation, if right. you will, mm-hmm. where my sin is given to Christ. He dies in my place as, mm-hmm. as a criminal on the cross. And the third day when he rises now, that's why he's able to say, mm-hmm. when you look to me, you know, when the son of man is lifted up, I would draw all men to him, to myself. So he, we get his righteousness. Mm-hmm. He gives us his righteousness, the, the, the faithfulness that he has in completing the law that we don't have. Mm-hmm. We get his record, mm-hmm. his, his spotless, perfect record. Come on. And it's by grace. It's all by grace. Yeah. It's all by grace. And kind of transitioning from that, Mm -hmm. and that it's all by grace. Yeah. And this is where the soapbox happens, y'all. Lord, please keep our souls in check. (laughs) Give us grace. Yes. For we too are sinners. We just have, you know, I don't even want to say like, have grappled it before others, but just you've blessed us with a further understanding and revelation of this that we get to share to others. Yeah. That... It is by grace that we are saved Amen. through faith. Nowhere in there does it talk about works, no. which is where we get this idea of works-based salvation, yeah. this works-based justification. Yeah. And scripture clearly tells us that it is anything but that, yeah. that while it does save for us to, that we're called by God to do his good works, and yeah. we're going to talk about that more in our next section here with, with sanctification. sanctification. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about justification, I think we need to. Yeah. It's come on. It's not about what we do. It's about who He is. Come on, say that again. It's not about what we do. Uh huh. What you and me do. It's irrelevant. It's completely it's irrelevant. Us. It's not has about nothing us. to do with you. Yes. Come on. <laughs> like y'all, <laughs> listen here. Yeah. God doesn't need you. He doesn't need your works. He 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 doesn't. He chooses and wants you to be involved. Yeah. He wants to actively use you to do his good works, but that's yeah. not how you are saved. No. It is by his grace. Amen. Because if we, if, to that point, if we, how am I going to say this? If salvation is contingent on our works, then what Jesus did was irrelevant. Why did he have to come? Why? But he came because there was no other way. Mm-hmm. He died because that was the only way to reconcile humanity to God again. You know, so if it was just be a good person, keep these rules, sound right. familiar, mm-hmm. keep these rules, keep mm-hmm. these commandments, nope. and then you have righteousness and you will be saved. But the problem was, and the reason why he came on the scene is because they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They deal with something called a flesh. Mm-hmm. They have this sin nature. Yeah. And as though, although they try and some might sincerely want to attain righteousness, the flesh keeps getting in the way. Keeps getting in the keeps way, getting bro. Keeps getting in the way. And so, you know what, Father? Let me clothe myself with humanity. Mm. Deity clothed with humanity. I'm going to come down and live in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a man, fully God, but now adding humanity. So yep. he is the God man. He is God incarnate. Right, mm-hmm. come and on, so Jesus. Where they break the law, and I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but no, this is the good. gospel. This where they break, important. where they break the law, where they go their own way, where they do their own thing, and not submitting to you, Father. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to submit to you completely, 
perfectly. I'm going to fulfill the law, not abolish it. Mm-hmm. Although I am God in the flesh, I'm not yeah. going to abolish it. I'm going to obey by my own rules, mm-hmm. the rules that they have, the standard that was given to them, God's holy, righteous standard. I'm going to obey my own standard. Mm-hmm. Come on, fulfill your your will, fulfill your your law, mm-hmm. and have a clean record. But then take on their dirt. Take on Come their on. filthiness. Take on their debt, mm-hmm. their spiritual debt. Yep. Okay. And I'm going to rectify it by my death and my my sacrifice mm-hmm. on the cross, and give them all the perks, right. eternal life. Right. Give them grace. Give Come them on. the ability to be rectified mm-hmm. in the sight of God. To be right. justified in the sight of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and- a where, nowhere in that did you hear me. Nope, it's all or him. You. It's all him and Come the on. complete undeserving favor that he willingly bestows upon us. Amen. And I think so often in our in our world, and you know, I, I've heard a lot, like repeatedly, whether it's through the words of other other pastors yeah. or friends or podcasts or other resources that I listen to, yeah. um, you know, that help steward my own faith walk, is yeah. that we are I'm trying to remember what all three three of these are. That where we but what trips us up is our flesh, the world, and then the powers that be. Yeah. Those powers being Satan, those powers Come being the, the devil. And those I think we're so quick to be like Grandma Odie <laughs> and be like, dash off the devil. Uh-huh. Dash off It's all Satan. the devil. Uh-huh. Get out of my grave, baby. It's just right now. Jesus, uh-huh. Lord, baby. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's the whole thing. But is that biblical? Not entirely. Not entirely, right? It is it's to a degree, but it's a about degree. a third biblical. Yes. It's there's three. There's three. There's three. It's our own flesh, our own sinful, mm-hmm. impure, unholy desires that are hostile to God. Right. That are alienated to God. Right. Yeah. That we, you know, we don't want to do anything and live righteously or do anything that pleases God. We want to do our own thing. So it's our flesh. We are part of the problem. Right. The devil is part of the problem, but then there's another one. Right. And that is the world itself. It's the yes. sin-soaked world that the yeah. flesh, mm-hmm. you're, you're already putting a sin-soaked flesh yes. in a sin-soaked world controlled by the sin-soaker himself. Yeah. So when you look at it in that way, it's really hard then to, to look for grace mm. and not see it as a path to victory. Yeah. That we then look into works-based salvation, yeah. works-based justification, that if I work harder, that we're in a hustle, that we are in a hustle culture, Come on. and we've both fallen into this. Yes. We've repeat, both repeat. fallen in so deep <laughs> with this. Even making oh, this man. podcast, y'all, we had to yeah. take a back seat and be like, hey, we cannot just rush through this no. and hustle it out and just pump out content and good word and all that and not soak in the very grace of Jesus Amen. and be like, we are in no position to even do this. Yeah. We're in no position to even be be saved. And there's no thing that I could do on this earth that's going to get me into right standings with God. Mm. That's going to punch my ticket into heaven. Mm-hmm. Come There's on. absolutely nothing. He's given us a pre-punch ticket, which we're going to yes. talk about later. And I'm getting ahead of myself. You're talking good, Pastor. You're talking <laughs> Don't good. no. I'm not Pastor. <laughs> you can be Bishop. Do not call me Pastor. Okay. But that leads us right into some of these other verses: <laughs> Ephesians yeah. two eight through nine. Like we've said the past three episodes, for yeah. it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourself. This is a gift from God, mm-hmm. not by works. 
so that no one can boast. We look again at Galatians 2, 16, and these are both in the NLT, y'all. In verse 16, it says, Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. not by obeying the law. Mm. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our Father in Christ. Man, Paul talks about Christ a lot. It's like he's important or, or, or something. Because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law, for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. And there's so much repetition, and he's saying the exact same thing over and over and over in both of these books, the same way we've been talking about over and over. Just repeat that last sentence, Galatians Mm -hmm. 2.16. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. Does it say someone? Does it say a few? I think it says no one. For no bit. one. Well, how about most? Most would be safe. Most. I mean, I don't Is think that so. what it says? No. No, what? no. I, I mean, I don't have my glasses on me. Okay. I got contacts in, but like. For no one. For no one. Will ever be saved. Will ever be made right. Excuse me. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. Why do we still act like we have to keep and follow to the letter of the law? Nope. And like what we talked about yeah. very first episode, that we don't have to, we don't. that we get to be coded in the grace of Jesus, Come on. that turns us into a product of mercy, yeah. while we are unqualified and fully unworthy, and then we get to walk, yeah. and just by us walking in that gives him glory. Yeah. Come on. I think we get so caught up in, okay, I can be clothed mm-hmm. in the grace, I yeah. can you'll be that product of mercy that we talked about in, in episode one. Yeah. But then we look and we're like, I'm unqualified and unworthy. And from that, I need to do better. <sighs> y'all, I know we've been talking about this for a hot minute. We should probably move on, but we, wanna, y'all, we, we know, need to get this, this through our head yeah. because we just came from a retreat with so many Come of on. our classmates, that yeah. SU logo you're wearing on your, on your beanie right now, yeah. brother, who have along with us continue mm. to walk in this. That we're avid college students, that we're avid professors and site directors, yeah. with, that we were avid church folk, you know, that, that are actively pursuing mm. Jesus and keep feeling like we're falling up short. Mm. The truth is we've been falling up short. There's nothing else we can do but fall up short. Come but on. when we are filled by the power of the Holy Spirit, Come on. when we are transformed by His grace— mm through our faith that we choose to say, yes, I'm going to believe that the grace of God is going to be enough for me. Amen. Completely enough for me. That's where we actually get to move in the good works yeah. that God has for us, that we get to become a vessels, a conduit, Come if on. you will, for him to flow out of, yeah. to where the effort that we feel like we have to exert yeah. is actually more put into being in the presence and the will of God and mm-hmm. making sure our heart and our head are, are in check. Yeah. Then it's actively paving way and trying to find him. That's why the gospel is called good news. Mm. Think of it that way. It's so simple. It's called good news. It's, why is it called good news? It's right. good news for that reason, that God does all the work. He does all the heavy lifting. Jesus does everything. Right. And he gives us everything. Mm. Yeah. Right? For sure. So all that being said, um, and we fully recognize too, a big part of our heart here on the Grace Project podcast is to um, actively look at discipling disciples differently. 
that like we have talked about before, there are so many people in the church, in our lives, who are walking with Jesus, who can't get past that justification part. Yeah. Who who keep thinking we have to keep working and, and getting through it. And we want to reach those people and, you know, turn us from Christians to Christ followers, that there is an authentic relationship with Jesus that goes far beyond the aspects of any kind of re- religion. Yeah. But with that, we also want to extend a hand to those of you who are listening to this for the first time, mm. who are hearing about Jesus for the first time. Um, and with that, want to walk you through these steps of justification, this act of handing over our garment of sin that is soaked and is stained and is ugly with, with, with evil that is heavy, yeah, that continues to bear us down. And how do we actively trade that to God yeah. and take up his garment of grace? Mm. This beautiful technicolor, light and free garment of grace. And yeah. that's through these very steps. First off comes revelation mm. that right here, right now, our prayer is that you will, that, that not just for us, but for everyone listening, yeah, you specifically mm-hmm. will be, that your eyes would be opened to just how heavy that sin is, yeah. to just how painful it is, to just how much it is weighing you down, that it is scarring you, that it is keeping you from being who God intended you for you to be. If you feel like you don't belong here, it's because you were never made for here. Mm. You were made to be with him. We were all made to be with him. And that comes with first knowing. Yeah that that's where we need need to be. That's yeah. where it all, it, all, it all starts. It then moves into recognition. Yeah. Both of our sin and of God's gift. Yeah. We've now seen that we are sinful and that God is good. Yeah. We both have to recognize then one that our, it's our sin keeping us from his goodness. Yeah. And also recognizing that there's a way across. It's not enough to just say, okay, I see my sin and I know that I'm sinful, but not know that there's a way across the other side. Jesus is that bridge. And Jesus is He's that bridge. He's a mediator. He is the mediator. reconciles the two, God and humanity. Right. And freely gives himself up to us yeah. as a gift. Amen. So we have revelation, recognition, yeah. and then comes repentance. And when yes. we think of repentance, there's such <clears throat> a negative connotation wrapped uh, around it. Come on. Talk about so it, often man. we look at it as a pastor condoning you from the front of the stage on a, on a, on a pulpit uh-huh. saying, repent of your sins, you weary sinner, mm-hmm. that there is a, a thing of lesser mm-hmm. or uh, of, you know, lack of quali- qualification with yeah. it. Yeah. And yes, we are not good enough for God. That's no. just plain and simple. But actively giving that up and then in return receiving his gift, that's what repentance is. It's yeah. not meant to drill us further into the grave that we've already dug ourselves, yeah. but rather to recognize that we are in the grave and then see Jesus' hand and then take it. The taking of the hand of Jesus, that's what repentance is. Amen. It's saying, hey, I'm willing to leave where I'm at yeah. to go where you are. Come on. Yeah. No matter what that looks like. That's what true re- repentance is. Yeah. You know, and the, even the word repentance is, you know, it has this, in the Greek, is this word metanoia, mm. which is, I believe, a, a navigational shipping right. term, mm-hmm. which means to turn around, to yeah. do a 180. And so oftentimes, repentance is misconstrued to right. 
feeling sorry, no. you know, being sorrowful mm -hmm. or um, having guilt that you got caught or just feeling a sense of shame, but it leads to no actions being transformed or changed. Right, yeah. So no, the word sure. repentance by definition is everything that we talked about, revelation, the recognition of our sin and God's glorious gift mm -hmm. and how good he is. Come on. But when we repent, when we truly repent is, Lord, I don't wanna do this. No. I surrender my life to you. You're doing a 180. You're mm -hmm. turning around, you're forsaking your life and what you were doing that was alienating you from God mm -hmm. and you're clinging on to Jesus. Exactly. And with that, with that turn around, yeah. it's not just a spin, it's a turn and a step. Yes. It is not just a, Come like on. those feelings of guilt and shame and sorrow and grief, they're so valid. They're yeah. so valid and they're so necessary. And we're not gonna say that they're a bad thing no. because they're, they're, they're not, but they are some of the key markers, the key signs that like, yeah. hey, if you turn around, there's something more behind, behind you. This and when motivation. we turn around yeah. and we step, come on, don't just turn around. No, that's not Take enough. Take a step into faith, yes. into the arms of grace, yes. and become the child that you are meant to be. Come on, yeah. It, it, it's not enough to just turn. No. Because I could just turn my head over just like this. Yeah. And that don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. You need to actively take a step. Exactly. Take a step. Come on. So with that, we're going to take a step into the next portion. We've talked about justification now. That it's not workspace, that it's only by grace through faith that we are then justified. And now we are walking in this new code of grace. Yeah. This is a new, you know, garment of, of healing. Mm -hmm. The eternal life we get to have in Jesus starts now. Come on. New life, fully bat baptized, mm -hmm. water and, and spirit. Yeah. We get to walk now into this new phase called sanctification. Yes. Um, Tyler, would you read the definition of sanctification for, for sure. us? Sanctification is the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit and the believer's life to be conformed in the image and likeness of Jesus. It is also to be consecrated for God's purposes and to walk in the freedom he provides. That's awesome. To be set apart for him, for yep. his purposes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And with that, um, this is the part where it gets tricky. And we're going to talk about what well, we're going to talk about some of sanctification now. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about some of it later, because with that, there is, there's a lot to unpack here. We spent a lot of time talking about justification. Yeah. Praise God for all y'all who are still with us. <laughs> but um, this is where it gets tricky. It gets really, really, really tricky. Mm. Um, I want to go straight to scripture first. Come on. Um, Please do. Tyler, will you read us Romans 12, yes. one through two? I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's awesome. Beef. Let's not unpack that just yet. Let's move into the next verse, okay. Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27, because I think yeah. 
first off, both of these verses are in different tra- translations. That yeah. Romans verse we just did, Romans 12, 1 through 2, is in e- mm-hmm. ESV. This Ezekiel verse thir- in thir- 36 is from NIV. Yeah. Um, but they both very eloquently outline this path of sanctification. Will you read us Ezekiel 26? Sure. Or 36 through 26. Yep. 36, 26 through 27. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27. You, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you go read it. <laughs> All right. Um, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you a heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and and, and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Okay. So with that, Romans 12, Yeah, that talks all about presenting our bodies as living sacrifices, which mm-hmm. I think everyone's heard before. Yeah. If you've been in the house of the Lord, if not, it's a Pinterest verse. It's, it's, it's over everywhere. It's on the same top five list with John 3, the 316. Yeah. So we have this, you know, presenting our bodies as living sacrifices and that being our spiritual worship. Yeah. And not conforming to the ways of, of, of this world, but doing all that is good and acceptable and perfect in God's eye. Yeah. Then we move into Ezekiel, where it talks about this idea of God actively taking our heart of stone mm-hmm. and giving us a heart of flesh. This is why he's often called the great surgeon, Yeah, which I think we don't often talk about enough, that he is very careful and very diligent in how he's going to change our heart. Not just if y'all have ever heard of hearts or mm. like... have heard a bit about the topic of heart sur- surgery, yeah. whether that's just, you know, your standard stuff, triple bypass. I don't know enough about it, but I'm still mm-hmm. going to make this analogy mm-hmm. um, that when you are working on the heart, it's a very delicate and precise procedure that has to be done, has especially be. in the removing of a heart and a yeah. transplant of, of another. Yeah. If you do not, mm-hmm. uh, for a lack of better terms, rewire it properly, the body itself will it's gonna, fail. It's so God is very slow yeah. and meticulous and specific yeah. um, and very well trained. Not that he needs to be, be trained, but he's very well trained mm-hmm. in how to take this old programmed sin soaked heart mm. that's wired for fleshly de- de- desires yeah. and slowly begin to take it out and replace it with his new spirit. And you can read this verse as in it takes the whole thing out and puts it back in. But then you have to actively rewire each vein, each artery, each each blood vessel, everything in order mm-hmm. for what happens in that heart to then flow to the rest of the, of the body. Yeah. So all that to say, when we look at this um, in both these verses, yeah. all in all, we are called to live holy and pure lives, not desires of the flesh. Yeah that our flesh will actively b- betray us mm-hmm. unlike God who works all things for our good. Yeah. And when we Amen. look at that, um, that is sanctification in a nutshell that yeah. we are, that we have fully given our lives to Christ. And now he's given us that very new life. It's his newness of life. That Yes. That, that newness yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. And he's given us a, f- that while our flesh will betray us, he's given us a new flesh. Yes. Uh, a heart of flesh or heart of flesh yeah. yes thank you yeah i got you no yeah i'm following oh my goodness a heart that's obedient a heart that is sensitive mm-hmm. to him to his precepts right yeah. and when we actively give that life to christ to be justified we are given that new life um that is called to be in god's will mm-hmm. which is good mm-hmm. um i think so often 
like we just talked about, we're so focused on walking in the goodness in mm. order to be justified. And here God flips the script. Yeah. If we are justified, now we get to walk in the goodness. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, for we are the workmanship of God, created mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm -hmm. So it is his works that through his spirit mm -hmm. we get to accomplish. Right. But it's not us doing it in our own strength. No. It's the Holy Spirit doing it as we yield to him. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's what we're, we're, we're called to do. Now we get to work in grace um, and actively do these good works that God has planned yeah. for us. Um, and we're going to talk a bit more about that in a second, but I want to go ahead and get to, gl to glorification. Yeah. Um, cause there's some questions bubbling in my spirit mm. that I think we need, need to need to tackle, but I think we need the whole picture. So now we move into glorification and this is the part that we don't talk about. Um, we talk about being justified. Yeah. We talked about being sanctified and walking in that active san sanctification mm -hmm. that Jesus gives us. Yeah. I mean, walking in that new life filled with the Holy Spirit. We're being actively conformed into the image and likeness of Jesus to do God's purposes mm -hmm. and to walk in that freedom that he provides us. But yeah. then we get to glorification and people are like, pause, what kind of supernatural hocus pocus is this? <laughs> and it's got a couple definitions with it. There's this definition of glorification, which is the giving of glory to God through the acts of praise and obedience. That's yeah. your avid, everyday definition of glorification, yeah. that act of giving God glory um, through all that we say and all that we do and through how we obey him and the will that he has for us in the process of sanctification yeah. that we're actively in. That's the standard. That, that, that's just standard. That's the standard, yeah. But what we're talking about here is not that. No. That, 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 that's, that's not That's, that's all good. That's all great. Yeah. But here we are in this version of glorification, which is the completion and the consummation and mm -hmm. the perfection and the full realization of salvation mm -hmm. through Christ Jesus, primarily in the realm of what we call eschatology, yeah. which is the study of the end times. Yeah. And in this, um, I don't want to say, say this, when we look at the end times um, and the end times are very confusing, mm -hmm. they're very scary. Um, a lot of people don't take the time to study it calling myself out here, pre mm -hmm. pre preaching to the choir, have not taken the time to study the end times because it's either too scary or too confusing. Yeah. Um, but something is very clear in the fact that when Jesus comes back, that when heaven comes to earth, yeah. you have the rapture, you have the great tribulation, you have all those different things and all the different orders. Mm -hmm. You've got the different beasts, you've got the mark of the beast, you, mm -hmm. you've got everything seals and all of that. right this the seals the four the horsemen trumpets. everything that is symbolized in the book of revelation yeah. which keep in mind is a book of prophecy that is a mixture of literal mm -hmm. and figurative and symbolic. figurative and yeah. symbolic stuff yeah. we, we don't know which is which but with all of that um there is something that is not just found in revelation but the rest of the bible and this idea of glorification yeah. of that final reuniting with with god mm-hmm of being on the same playing field with him, not being God, no, but being in the full likeness of him, that we are holy again, mm -hmm. that we are fully righteous again, yeah. that all that grace that we talked about before him yeah. has finally run its full course. Yeah. We are completely transformed and we will never go back to our sinful nature. It's, it's the culmination of justification and sanctification. Yes. All of that. It's all of it. So now glorification is just being, like you said, even to the point of being mm -hmm. just set free from the even presence of mm -hmm. sin. 
Yeah. 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 And we see this, um, one of the verses that we were talking about, um, Philippians 3, 20 through 21, yeah. it says, but our citizenship is in heaven. That goes back to what we talked about before, that mm-hmm. if you feel like you don't belong here, it's because you weren't made for here. Um, we are citizens of heaven yeah. and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Christ Jesus, who mm-hmm. by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control mm-hmm. will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Yeah. What does that, that, that mean? In the same way Jesus was glorified, where he had a glorified body when he came back to visit Mary at, at, at the tomb, yeah. to visit the disciples before he, he, he ascended, especially yeah. that instance of doubting Thomas, yeah. um, where like, he's like, hey, put, put, your, your, yeah, and... put, your, put your fingers through the holes in my hand yeah. and the hole in my, in, in my side. You know that it is me. Yeah. He was in a glorified state. Now we can talk all about if we're gonna have like the same scars we get here on earth in mm. heaven. Yeah. We don't we don't know. Let's not try and yeah. like dive no, in, yeah. into that. Am I am, am but, I gonna I mean, still be overweight in in, in heaven? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Probably not. Not people who've asked me that before. Like, well, when you talk about the end times and it says glorification, <laughs> do I need to worry about eat, eating food now? I don't think and, I think that would be the least of your concerns. Right. And just you know. And even with Thomas and him, mm-hmm. that that portion of scripture, that account where the resurrected Jesus is visiting his disciples, mm-hmm. brother walked through the door. Right. He walked through the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean. So, right. you, he's gonna. We're gonna have bodies like his. The Bible says that we see is not limited to, you know, space and time. It's not limited right. to structures. And we structures. can't comprehend now. Yeah. It's. It may be like our bodies now, but it also might be something far more. Yeah. That we don't even know about yet. Yeah. So don't let fitness influencers fitness influencers use it as a plug for you <laughs> to get into shape. We can talk about health um, in the term of our physical bodies in our yeah. spiritual walk in another episode. We yeah. think we're already planning on it, um, but just to set the record straight, health is important. But yeah. don't take this concept out of context. No, where glorification is talking about in the terms of our salvation as a whole, mm-hmm. it is the final cul- cul- culmination of everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly, full culmination of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. It is. This is the yeah. end goal. Yeah, it is the end goal. It's, it's the end goal. It is the end goal. That's so good, man. Yeah. Excellent. So now we've we we've fully outlined. I mean, Tyler, do, do you think we've outlined the three? decently well i think so i think i, th- I, I think, think so, so. I, th- I think we're ready to move into the next part yeah you yeah. know the, the the teacher in me wants to <laughs> expound further on each individual point but i, I think both we'll of be us here do. all we'll night be you know what i mean all night. we'll be on we can do that all night so yeah just yeah. to let you all know we're recording these at night <laughs> now, <laughs> exactly. now you know behind exactly. the scenes curtain back we're in my bedroom. Exactly. Um, <laughs> if you can see the pillow right over there. Um, so anyways, now we want to dive into some of the stingy, or maybe stingy is not the right word, the, the tough topics and conversations and questions mm-hmm. that often can come up in this you know, pathway of justification, sanctification, and glorification. And one for me, particularly on the topic of sanctification, that really, it was really, it, it weighed heavy on my heart. Yeah. Um. It's this idea of why do we need sanctification mm. in the first place? That if we are, yeah. you know, fully justified in Christ, Come on. that Christ no, that God no longer sees us, yeah. but sees us clothed 
in Jesus, mm-hmm. in that grace that he provides, in the sacrifice that he, that he gave, mm-hmm. um, you know, made and gave, uh, you know, we, we, we have that element. And then we have the final culmination of glorification where we are fully yeah. in right standing with God, that we yeah. get to come home, that we get to be with him again. Yeah. Like right now, we're still separated. Like you could be justified, not yet glorified, mm-hmm. still separated from God, but he still loves you and in grace. And this is, it's a really confusing topic mm-hmm. that I think boils down to why do I need to look like Jesus mm-hmm. when I'm already covered and already made right, but won't be fully with him till I'm glorified? Like, mm-hmm. why can't I go see Jesus now? That was the big question that was on my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's been on your heart before. It's a valid question. And yeah, yeah. you know, I'm trying to understand and unpack these doctrines mm-hmm. you know of salvation what is the significance of them all right you know and so sanctification is it's a really big one that big we one. often i think right. that's the struggle even for us believers mm-hmm. you know where we understand that we are justified that we are in this process of sanctification mm-hmm. we're not yet glorified but we fall into that trap of right. you know being this fallen world yeah dealing with this flesh and all the things that we covered mm-hmm. and this battle of you know that falling into that works-based salvation and trying right. to yeah. upkeep it with mm-hmm. works and it's no we, we justified by faith jesus saved you mm-hmm. that's his doing sanctification just is that working of just daily submitting to the holy spirit and right by God's grace, by his will, as we daily submit to the Holy Spirit, we will look more like Christ. Right. For the purpose of being a light to the world, mm-hmm. Jesus commands us, or to, not commands us, but told us that the Christian, his church, his body is the, the light uh, um, uh, the light to the world. Mm-hmm. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Right. You know, that we are ambassadors of Christ. We are his representation here on the earth. That he is ascending to the Father and is now seated at the right hand of God, but he has left his his children. He has mm-hmm. left the bride of Christ. He has left his mini-me's, if you will, right. to do kingdom work that people will see us and hopefully, by God's grace, see the light of Christ in us. For it is not our light. When Jesus says that we are the light of the world, it is not our generated light. It is his light. It's the light of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that's in us that exudes from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And we're and we're just about to get into that. So yeah. thank you for outlining that. Um but let's jump real quick into 2 Timothy 2:21 and kind of unpack a bit. Yeah. Cuz what you said was so good. It's also exactly where where we're going okay. in these two different points. One of those is being set apart for God's purposes. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to be sanctified. There are purposes for God to have us do. Yeah. Um will you read for us 2 Timothy 2:21? For sure. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Beautiful. Mm. And that that says exactly that, that we are set apart for God's purposes to be his instruments, to be his vessels, to be yeah. his conduits, if you will, yeah. for specific purposes purposes that he has for us mm-hmm. that we are called to strive to be holy and like god um as being a product of being made new in christ both yeah. in a heart change and the renewing of our of our mind in our walking with the spirit all in all of that we are called to see how god sees feel how he feels love the way that he loves um 
because it returns us to the original goodness that's only found in him. Amen. And in returning to that original goodness, mm-hmm. we're then able to not only experience new life now, like, you know, to actively walk in the gift that God has for us. We yeah. talked in um, in the earlier episodes about eternal life starting now, about yeah. not waiting for that. But yeah. also, like you said, of being the light of the world, yeah. of being the salt of the earth, mm-hmm. that when we actively work towards being those, yeah. we get to work towards the original goodness we were supposed to be yeah. in the eternal life that we're having now. Come on. That in all that, we actually get to season the earth then in the goodness of God. Yeah. That we get to be the spice of the world, you know if you I mean? will. Like, not just salt, spice. You know, some sorfito on it. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was cringe. <laughs> I don't like the way that you, you looked at me. I, I, I don't like that. Oh, my goodness. I don't like the way that you looked at me. Get over yourself. For, the, for those of y'all <laughs> who are only listening to the audio version of this, praise God. I got to sprinkle I, it in some kind of way. Oh I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. For those of you who don't know, th- yes, Tyler is part Dominican. <laughs> yes. there's some latino in him so he'll yes. randomly break out in spanish and i'm like bruh like you're a, you're you're a black man from new york uh-huh. hold up just a minute uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> he just pulls it out anyways it out. okay getting back to it we get to season the earth in god's yeah. goodness yeah so that's part of it is mm-hmm. being set apart for his goodness or sorry being set apart for his purposes yeah in order to reach those purposes to help mm-hmm. others you know, walk in that goodness. We ourselves need to be in that same goodness. Exactly. To return to the original form that we that we are in. Exactly. Um, a, a great way to tie this into kind of everything as a as a whole, not just saying sanctification, but the other two. Yeah. Um, is this concept that justification saves, mm. glorification changes. Okay. And sanctification preps us for that change. Ooh. Okay, Cam. Do I need to say that again? Say that one more time. Okay, let's For break the it down. In the back that didn't Justification hear you. saves. It's Justification the process of saves. us being saved. Yes, excellent. Sanctification mm-hmm. is us prepping. It's yeah. walking in the new life that we have, the yes. eternal life that starts now. Let's yes. not get it get it twisted. I'm not waiting till I'm glorified to walk. In the new it life Jesus now. has for us, death is just a, a transition. Exactly. We 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 have we're going to talk about this in another episode. Why are Christians so afraid of dying mm. when death is just a transition yeah. from this body to the next? Yeah, that's all that it that it is. We're going home, right? Last breath in this body is a new breath in in in, in the next. I really no. don't think we're going to miss much. I don't think so. Straight transition, bro. Yeah, it is prepping us. For that change. Mm-hmm. Sanctification is prepping us for the glorification to come. Yes. I like that. Come on, man. Let's let's cap come this on. all off back in scripture. Let's yes. go to Second Peter 1, 3 through 8. Will you read that for us? For sure. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his miracles. Marvelous, excuse me, marvelous glory and excellence. Mm-hmm. Okay, by his divine power, God has given us everything, every single thing we need for a godly life. Yeah. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marav- uh, marvelous, <laughs> marvelous, over again, marvelous, marvelous glory, glory and excellence. And excellence. Jump. Amen. You're good. Jump into verse four. For sure. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the, pro- the promises 
that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Mm. Verse five, in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and with knowledge, with self-control and with self-control, perseverance or patient endurance mm. and with patient endurance, godliness and with godliness, brotherly affection or mutual love mm. and with brotherly affection, love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. That last verse, bro. Amen. I, I'm thinking right now, yeah. back to verse four, Yeah. that because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. And these promises are to enable you to share divine nature. Yes. Divine nature, that glorification mm -hmm. that we've been talking about. Yeah. That we get to have now. Yeah. It says it right there. Mm -hmm. The promises to enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption. You get to be set apart. <laughs> that, that that word set apart that we were talking about, all of and this. Sanctified. Right? Yes. Set apart. Set apart from yeah. world's corruption caused by humans' de desires. And then jump to eight. Yeah. The more you grow like this, the more productive, mm -hmm. which we were just talking about, you know workspace yeah. and everyone's set on being productive yeah. if y'all can't be productive about this be fully productive in this this is where it matters right this yeah be more productive and useful mm -hmm. um you will be in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ Amen. and in knowing him you then know who you are as yeah. a child of the lord jesus christ yeah come on mm, my goodness come on so that in a nutshell why do we need to be sanctified. Yeah. Why can't we just be justified and then glorified? Mm -hmm. There's so much more within it. It's to be set apart for his purposes and then to actively be walking in that new life that we have now. So he can accomplish his divine purposes. Yes. And return us to the original goodness. Come on. It is prepping us for the next step, which is Come glorification. On. So we've talked about that, but another common question that's often asked, um, specifically in the terms of glorification, what about rewards in heaven? Yeah. That we talk about glorification, that we talk about heaven and, you know, the place that we should be setting our eyes to. Yeah. What about rewards in heaven? Mm. That we talk about good works here. What about rewards in, in heaven? Yeah. Tyler, what will you unpack for us? Or not un unpack, but read yeah. for us First uh, Peter 1, 3 through 5. This is in the NLT. For sure. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. Mm. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all those, for all to see. Good stuff, bro. So in that verse, it, it talks about, you know, grace and mercy, raising us from the dead in Christ yeah. Jesus. The things we've talked about before, but in verse four, it, verse four, mm -hmm. it talks about a priceless inheritance mm -hmm. that is kept in heaven for you. Yeah. Um, that is pure and undefiled and beyond the reach of change or decay. Yeah. You know, it's not a material thing 
per se in the terms of our material world. Yeah. Which is why it talks about storing your treasures in heaven. Where moth and rust right. don't decay yes. it. But yeah. also keep in mind that you're not supposed to be storing treasures. God has already stored the treasure for you. The greater treasure. The greater treasure. The greater reward. The greater re- re- reward. And all you're Amen. doing is saying, yes, I still want to be a, a part of that. Amen. Can you read for us 2 Timothy uh, 4, verse 8? I think this further expounds upon yeah. that very inheritance that we talked about. For sure. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness. So this mm. is the Apostle Paul speaking. Yeah. And now the crown, um, and now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly wait or look for, uh, for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Mm. I'm going to reread that. Go for it. Um, and now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Good Amen. stuff. So with all that, we have this inheritance, we have this crown of righteousness, yeah. all of these as representations of the supposed re- re- reward yeah. or treasures that await for us in heaven. And there are all kinds of theological debates and perspectives on what that inheritance and reward will look like, or is it a material sense? Is it, we don't know because it's in heaven. Yeah. Um, or even what kind of value something like a crown of righteousness would have, mm-hmm. at least in terms that we could understand because it's from a heavenly perspective. Yeah. But I think we need to look past that yeah. and look more towards in looking at rewards in general in heaven. Yeah. That the fact that we get to go live forever with come on. Jesus come on. is more than enough. It should be more than enough for us because it's far more than we deserve. We get to go home. Yeah. I don't think this could, we have to leave our materialistic mindsets mm-hmm. on earth. We can't have that follow us in heaven. That's not the purpose. Jesus, we're going to be in heaven mm-hmm. delighting in the presence of God Almighty. Right. The beauty of Jesus, the beauty of the Father. Mm-hmm. That's the great reward. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be worried about our Rolexes and nope. our mansions. Which is good because I you don't have I mean? no Rolexes. Exactly. Neither do, I, do no I. I mean, you got bling bling on. <laughs> Every single day, I, I don't. I don't even know where you where you get some uh, of it. I don't know what you're e- talking e- about. Either it's really fake, mm. or it really it not expensive. Fake. So it's expensive. I see you, bro. Tyler's got expensive taste. If there's a girl out there who be wanting to date this brother, <laughs> this just know plug, he got expensive taste. Yes, bro. I'm gonna plug you, bro. I'm gonna plug you, man. I'm already good. I'm 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 already set. Ain't no more single single camsies. Okay. But I'm gonna plug yeah. you just a little bit. Yeah. Just out of out of love. All you godly women mm. slide in his DMs a little. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Anyways, anyway. All that to say, yeah. you know, we need to be focused more about the gift that Christ has us now. Amen. That he's already given us part of that gift. Yeah. And that through our process of sanctification, through our walk with Jesus, that gift is further being exposed. We get more of a glimpse of heaven, a taste of what it's going to be like there. And then glorification is that full culmination of, hey, I'm ready for you to come home. Exactly. And when we fully get to come home, um, you know, the purposes are done. We get to come home and that should be the focus. Amen. It's not on whatever 
earthly treasures we think we're going to have in heaven because we're not. Jesus is the treasure. Jesus is the treasure. Jesus is the ultimate treasure. And the eternal life that he gives us. And Amen. we get to be reunited in our Father's house where we belong. Come on. We don't belong here. We don't. We are foreigners in a foreign land. Listen, we're, we as human beings are Imago Dei. So we are image bearers of God. We are created in his image right. and in his likeness, according to Genesis. But because that's the, the fact, because that's how it is, mm. we also created to worship. We were not mm -hmm. created to be alienated from God. No. Adam and Eve were created for fellowship with, for worship, for intimacy with God. But sin came into the play, mm -hmm. came into the picture and separated us and alienated us and you know, we started inheriting or because of Adam and Eve, we inherited that sin nature mm, yeah. that had us going astray. Mm, that we were never supposed to have. That we were never supposed to have. That was not a part of the original, you know, plan of God. But God stepped in that plan and he rectified it mm -hmm. through Jesus. Yeah. So, so good. Last question. Um, and this is kind of to culminate and to wrap up this entire episode. Yeah. Um, how can I walk in sanctification, mm -hmm. this purity, this holiness, this righteousness, yeah. um, you know, that we've been talking about? How can I walk in that mm. when I keep sinning? Yeah. Which um, I think, I think it's something you and I are still grappling with. I think yeah. it's many believers are grappling with, many Christ followers, even people who are, I think, not saved or even don't follow Jesus. I think they, they know that we do... We recognize the issue. Yeah, that, that we recognize the issue that we desire. I think everyone desires to do good. Yeah. Um, you know, even the insane mm -hmm. when they were sane. Because I think to be, I think we like are like when people say that everyone <laughs> has a moral compass for goodness, and then we look at people who are psychotically insane or unwell or are sick. Um, mm -hmm. You know, or people who do awful things. There was a point where they were sane before they were insane. Yeah. So all that to say, that was just a quick little side note mm -hmm. there. Um, everyone desires to be in goodness, yeah. To just to strive for good things, yeah. To, to to do right. Everyone knows truth, yeah. Um, Romans one, the apostle Paul says that, mm -hmm. you know, that God through creation has made Himself known, His attributes, right. um, His divine character, all those things that point to there being a higher power, a, a creator, right of life mm -hmm. has been plain to us, but we suppress the truth. Right. We suppress it. Right. Yeah. And it's this eternal struggle of, I am filled now with the Holy Spirit after being justified by God yeah. and fully taking on his gift. Mm -hmm. But with that, I still look at porn and still masturbate. That, yeah. that, that I still am addicted to those drugs, that I still go to the bar every night, that I still am, you know, sleeping uh, around because in that I'm trying to find fulfillment, that I still feel lonely even when I have people around me and when I know Jesus will never leave me, yeah. that I feel so unqualified to follow God. I feel so unqualified in the gifts that I have, that in the talents that I possess, that I feel so less than, not enough in all these circumstances that yeah. I desire so badly to be pure and holy and right mm. to walk in the goodness that I'm supposed to be in, but I keep sinning. Um, if I may, to that person, because mm -hmm. we've, we both been mm -hmm. there. Yeah. You know, um, understand that we're not going to be perfect on this side of eternity. No. 
That's glorification. We covered that. And that's why it's needed. Exactly. Um, but to the person that is in that wrestle and that, that, that battle, that tension of trying to pursue righteousness and please God or just do good things but falling up short mm-hmm. and the frustration and the, the condemnation and shame and just exhaustion mm-hmm. that comes along with trying to be good in your own strength. It's exhausting, man. It is. I've been there, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been through seasons throughout my 25 mm-hmm. years right. and the Lord has and continues, mm-hmm. not just has, but it continues when I fall into that trap of looking at myself, mm-hmm. he, he continues to show me, don't look to yourself, look to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I heard a minister say one time, um, Paul Washer, and he was on the, he was talking about sin. Mm-hmm. And so that's the context of the sermon. And he said something pro- profound that I have never forgotten. And I think I don't, I don't ever forget because it's so great and it's so true. And it relates to sin, but also you can use it in everything in life. He says, whenever you're looking at yourself, take 10 more at Jesus. Ooh, come on. That when we have our eyes off of ourselves, mm-hmm. place our eyes on Jesus and who he is and what he has done, things fall into perspective. Mm-hmm. And so for the person that is in that struggle, in that battle, mm-hmm. and you are a Christian, you are a follower of Christ. If you're not, then, you know, we, we laid how salvation it, it comes to be. Mm-hmm. repentance you know um revelation recognition and um repentance you know turning from your sin and turning to jesus um but to that person that is saved is in the body of christ mm-hmm. that is dealing with the struggles of trying to be pure mm-hmm. understand that in christ you're already pure mm-hmm. that when the father looks at you when the father looks at you when the father looks at me he doesn't see us in our sin. He doesn't mm-hmm. see us with our flaws and imperfections, but he sees the shed blood of his son, Jesus, mm-hmm. that cleanses us, that purifies us from all of our sin. And he sees the righteousness of his son, that what Jesus did on the cross was sufficient. First mm-hmm. um, John 2 says that if we do sin, understand that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, the righteous, who God put as a propitiation for our sins and not just for our sins, but the sins of the mm-hmm. world, that Jesus is that atoning sacrifice, that lamb of God, that he is the one that appeased the wrath of God. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. He did it. So understand first that although we remember our sin, we 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 deal with our, our insecurities and our imperfections and flaws and it's glaring to us. But when we repent and just, when we're in Christ, we're absolved from it. Mm. because Jesus cleaned us. Mm-hmm. He purified yeah. us. Okay. Yeah. So God already sees you pure. You don't mm-hmm. have to work to attain purity. Nope. You're already you, in it. Exactly. You don't have to work for it. Nope. Because then that's, that's the whole point of Jesus. He came so that we're, our working will be done. Mm-hmm. You know, we and culture and society mm-hmm. and religion says do Jesus says done. It's paid in full. Mm-hmm. And so just rest in that. Rest mm-hmm. in the truth of who you are, that you are a child of God. You're not mm-hmm. working to be a child of God, but nope. you already are a child of God. Yep. It's your stance. It's your position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that takes us straight into our, our next verse, which is Galatians 5, 16 through yeah. 18 and 20. Or no. Yeah, just 5, 16 through 18. Um, and this says... 
so I say, mm-hmm. let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Mm-hmm. Then you won't be doing your sin. F- <laughs> My goodness, this is so profound. I can't even say, say it out. On, then man. you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, mm-hmm. which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. Yeah. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Come on. These two forces are constantly fighting e- each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions, but that there's a, but there's, 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 a, but. there's a big, but that there's we talked that about but. baby. But, but uh-huh. when you are directed by the spirit, you are under, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Yes. All that to say, lean into the spirit and don't give up. Come on. Lean into the spirit. You are filled with it. Keep tapping into it. It's there. It's there. The Lord has done surgery upon your heart. He's actively renewing your your, your mind yeah. from the life given in that new heart mm-hmm. um, that is full of the Holy Holy Spirit. You can tap into it any time that you want. Get your eyes off of you and what mm-hmm. you can do and in your strength and get your eyes on God. Lean yeah. as can. And, and don't Lean on the Spirit. Up. Don't give up. Don't Anchor give up. it all in grace. That's what it all is. You are anchored in grace, so keep anchoring yourself in grace, and don't give up. Amen. Don't give up. Are we Are we ready to move into the to the practical? You think that we're ready? Um, let me just say one thing real quick regarding that last point. Go for it, bro. Um, and this is found in Romans chapter eight. It's one of my favorite scriptures. I can just live in Romans. Um, I mean, like we said. Especially this chapter. I fifth, think this- <laughs> fifth gospel, practically. Come yeah, on. Yeah. And um, still thinking about that person that is dealing with shame and condemnation because mm-hmm. they are in that wrestle of dealing with the fact that they're not perfect or that they try to be perfect because mm-hmm. I was that person. You were that person. No. You know, I think we've all been that person. Um, and some encouragement and this is where the Holy Spirit led me a few years ago. And every time I'm falling in that trap and that lie mm-hmm. of the enemy that I am not enough and all of those condemnation thoughts, he directs me to this. And this is Romans chapter eight. Um, I'm starting verse one. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. And I just want to jump to um, verse, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, who can be against you? He who did not spare his own son, Jesus, but gave him up for us all, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him, with Christ, graciously give us all things? Mm -hmm. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? I know the lies of the enemy is, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. enough. Right. God, God doesn't love you. God is not pleased with you. Who can bring charges against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Mm -hmm. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of the of God, who indeed, Jesus, indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? 
Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through Jesus, through God, through him who loved mm -hmm. us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, mm -hmm. nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us, separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. Okay. Amen. So let that encourage you. Mm -hmm. okay. Amen. Yeah. So all that to say, we're going to wrap up this episode and we want to be very practical. Yeah. And this is the part um, for us that's not fun. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with it. Yeah. Um, this is the part that's not fun, that we love serving out of grace, yeah. um, but we also have to serve out of, out of truth. We have walked through um, that we need to walk in sanctification first closed with justification yeah. and then with our eyes fixed on glorification. Amen. And all that to say, this is really hard because I, I can picture mm. who I'm saying this to. Yeah. Come on. Come Don't on. punch your ticket to heaven. Mm. You can't just sit in being justified in Christ. Come on. You can't. No. It's not enough. You're missing out on everything. Yeah. And along with that too, and God gave me this revelation ju just earlier today, just a new way to view this. God can distinguish a fraud from mm. a faithful. Come on. The fraud from the faithful. Yeah. There are so many empty, hollowed Christians walking in our church, walking in our school, walking mm. in these streets, man. So many that I hate to say it, but are frauds. They're frauds. And it hurts our heart. I, I yeah. can speak for both of us yeah. the same way it hurts the fathers. To seeing people with, with no hunger or thirst for, for, for God and his righteousness and his goodness who solely proclaim with their mouth, but don't believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that they want to take his hand and walk with him. Yeah. That it's, it's solely looking at heaven. And I think now I have to ask the question to people, when you talk about you going to heaven, mm -hmm. do you want to go just because it sounds better than dying? Yeah. Wow. Because if I'm being honest, if there's wow. nothing in heaven for me, why do I want to go? Yeah. And there's so much more that God provides. There's so much more that he provides. But it's when we walk out of the justification into the sanctification with our eyes fixed on the end point, on home, on the glorification we will receive in Christ, the yeah. culmination of everything that we've worked so hard for, that he died for yeah. and rose for and sat with us at the dining, at the dining room table for and yeah. heard you in your, in, in your bedroom when you were praying out and you had nothing else to do, when you're in your car and you're thinking about driving off that bridge and he you know, took the wheel and kept you from doing it and said no. There is so much more. So much more. And we have so many who are just punching their ticket, that they're treating it like the Polar e Express and just looking for their ticket to get punched so they can show everybody. Jesus did not die for us to be religious and be con content with no. being religious. No. And with that, we need to be, <laughs> we need a spiritual ambition. Mm. 
And I know ambition Amen. can be controversial at times. Yeah. Um, let's preface this by saying ambition is not bad. It's not. I I, I thought for personally for a while yeah. that because I'm a very ambitious guy. Yeah. Um, that the more I lean into my ambition, the more it would actually push me outside of God's will mm. and into my own desires. And that can be entirely the case. Yeah. But when you take ambition and you put it into your spiritual walk, Come on. when you actually hunger and thirst after righteousness, as Jesus said, right? That, that you right. actually reach towards Jesus, Come that on. you are committed and treat and curious and constantly longing to be in his presence to walk in his spirit to lean on his strength yeah. that you know that I, I always hated the verse for forever that my yoke is easy and my, my burden, burden is, is light. light and i'm like that makes it sound like we can take a nap but if you actually so, look at the context yeah, of it there's exactly. still work exactly. there's still you know the oxen or the livestock that's pulling uh -huh. the yoke one of them's you, one of them is symbolized as Jesus, uh -huh. but you still have a goal on, and a drive man. and a fire Come to on. do more than where you're at. Come on, man. And I don't think we can actually take up the inheritance that we have in Jesus through being justified, that yeah. we can't fully walk in all that he has for us. Mm -hmm. we, just, we, just, we, we just can't do that unless no. there's some level of ambition, of a drive, of a fire. So ambition... In the right context mm. with the right perspective is a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. Jesus had ambition. Oh yeah, we all oh, we to know come he did. After you. Yeah. It was it was to come after you uh -huh. and me and us come on. and the bride of Christ. Come on. The church. Yeah. His people, his chosen people. Yeah. For all who believe in him and then they'll receive eternal life because mm -hmm. he chased after you. Yeah. And when you walked away, when you separated mm. your, yourself, it's not that we're Ooh. we're just naturally separate. We chose we it. We chose that. And now we're turning around that 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 same metanoia that we talked about. Yeah. And now we're turning around and seeing how far away, away we were and how much crap we're in right now. Yeah. And saying, you know what? The grass is greener on the other side. And Amen. where that grass is, Jesus is. Amen. And that's where we will be nourished. That's where we will find enough. That's where we actually get to walk in what jesus promised us yeah. right now we're that not going to wait life. we're not gonna gonna wait come on we're not gonna wait any, come on, man. any anymore he says that i've come to give to i've come to give life and that more abundantly mm -hmm. right and we need to we need to, to take it yeah we need to actively take it right now yeah if any man be in christ he's mm -hmm. a new creation yep old things that old mm -hmm. way of life has passed away behold all things have become new and it starts now and it starts now yeah. by his grace amen so with that, so um, y'all, this has been a, an amazing episode and we want to yeah. have something for you to take home with one, not just, we want, we want to challenge you to have a spiritual ambition, yeah. but also we want to give you what we call final take home back pocket definitions yeah. of these three terms, because it's not enough for us to just talk about it and teach about it. Yeah. And, and for it not to be ap ap applicable mm -hmm. or enough for you to teach to, to someone else, yeah. to fully understand it, to comprehend it. So here are our definitions of justification, sanctification, and glorification. Yeah. Justification, it's being saved by Jesus. Yeah. Sanctification, it's walking with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And glorification, it's going home to Jesus. This is salvation. Mic drop, man. <laughs> Mic oh, drop. Bro.
But, but for real, Amen. when we look Come at, on. we hear salvation thrown around, these three components, that's what salvation is. Even with those definitions, how many times did we see Jesus? So justification, saved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sa- uh, sanctification, walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Glorification, going home to Jesus. Yep. So who is at the center? Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Yep. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, mm. we've been talking for way too too long, <laughs> as normal. But it's been such a joy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Such a, a joy. We want to challenge y'all. Let us know in the comments. We have a question. We're going to throw this up on our Instagram as well so y'all can DM us freely. Um, again, that is at graceproject underscore podcast. Um, and the question is, how can you increase your spiritual ambition? And we want to know, how are y'all actively doing that? Go on this this journey of justification and sanctification with eyes on glorification mm-hmm. and how can you increase your spiritual ambition when you walk in it amen so amen y'all amen. this has been the grace project podcast thank y'all so much for tuning in um, i'm your host cam i'm your co-host tyler <laughs> uh, we love y'all so much go in grace and we'll see y'all next time god bless god bless <laughs>